I want to tell you something, and that is operating a food company has been one of the most challenging endeavors of my life. From innovating products that we want to land at the intersection of taste and nutrition, to wrestling with supply chain issues and managing inventory, I have had more sleepless nights in the past three years than I have in the last 30, including the 12 when I was a firefighter. But no one tells you that food is hard. But I also want to say it's because of each of you that we continue to get in the trenches day after day after day. It's in our core values to keep at it, knowing that we are filling a giant void in the market with products that you can't find anywhere else. And this makes it easier for us to climb out of bed each day. I want to thank you for your patience. We are anxiously awaiting the return of our organic pancake and waffle mixes. And we're excited to announce that our Plant Strong milks will be available online later this week, followed soon thereafter by the return of our exciting new burger mixes. Our goal is to be your reliable and trustworthy partner for all things Plant Strong, allowing you to stock up on healthy meals that you can make and enjoy in minutes while still managing your busy lives. I appreciate each and every one of you and want you to know that the effort will be worth it once more brands start to care about the integrity of the nutrition that they're putting into their products. Thank you so much for your support and please stay tuned for exciting updates at planstrong.com. I'm Rip Esselstyn and you're listening to the Plan Strong Podcast. Hey everybody, happy, happy new year to you and welcome to this special Plan Strong Podcast episode. I realize that many of you around the world are exploring and embracing the goodness of whole plant-based foods and good on you. This is fabulous. Perhaps you're motivated by many health benefits or you're eating more plants for social, environmental, or compassion reasons. Regardless, at Plant Strong, we welcome you wherever you are on your journey. And our goal is to provide you with all the resources that you need to help you on your path. Now, that's why over the next few days, I'll be recording a few mini episodes to help you with mindset, motivation, education, and tools to help make this as simple and impactful as possible. Before I get started, let me explain what I mean by a plant-strong diet. I'm talking about embracing a diet that's rich in fruits, vegetables, all kinds of beans, legumes, lentils, and whole grains, while simultaneously crowding out animal products like meat, seafood, dairy, and eggs. In addition, I want to urge you to eliminate processed oils and cut back on excessive salt and sugar intake. Now, the benefits of adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle are beyond profound. Not only does it support weight management and boost your energy levels, it also reduces your risk of chronic diseases like heart disease, diabetes, and a certain number of cancers. A plant-strong diet is not 
just about what you eliminate. It's about embracing vibrant, nutrient-rich foods that are going to nourish your body from the inside out. I like to call these strong foods. And at Plan Strong, we're all about the strong. You may have heard that high blood pressure or hypertension is a silent killer. So let's unpack what that means and the impact of too much sodium on our bodies. Salt may be killing up to two million people worldwide every year. The National Academy of Medicine and the American Heart Association recommend that people consume not more than 1,500 milligrams of sodium a day. To put that into perspective, one teaspoon of salt is 2,300 milligrams of sodium. Believe it or not, most people are inhaling about 3,500 milligrams of sodium each and every day. Salt is great for selling food, not for selling health. A bit of sodium is essential for optimal human health. Among many other benefits, sodium helps maintain electrical currents among our muscles and nerves, regulates blood pressure, and sustains a healthy blood pH level. But in this case, too much of a good thing spells trouble with a capital T. Let's put our sodium consumption in historical context. We wolf it down now, but for 90% of human evolution, our diets contain the equivalent of about a quarter teaspoon of salt per day. That's about 600 milligrams. And that's because we mostly ate plants which contain only trace amounts of sodium. And it wasn't until we learned how to preserve unhealthy animal meat using unhealthy amounts of salt that our sodium consumption really started to skyrocket. So if our bodies evolved consuming 10 times less sodium than we intake now, what kind of bad stuff is going on under the hood? Ingesting less sodium takes a lot of pressure off your body, blood pressure that is. When you get your blood pressure taken at the doctor's office, you'll get two numbers. Let's take mine, for instance, which is around 116 over 66. The first number is my systolic blood pressure, meaning the pressure in my arteries when my heart is actively pumping blood. The second number, the diastolic blood pressure, is the pressure in my arteries when my heart is resting between beats. Ideally, according to the American Heart Association, we should have a blood pressure below 120 over 80. Someone is considered to have high blood pressure if his or her reading is more than 140 over 90, although there is probably damage being done a little bit below this threshold. High blood pressure, also called hypertension, is known as a silent killer because in most cases it has zero symptoms. People with elevated blood pressure are straining their hearts by making them work harder to move blood around. Their hearts sweat and pound and gasp away, but they're no wiser. For this reason, the Global Burden of Disease study, which involved more than 300 institutions in 50 countries, concluded that high blood pressure is the number one worldwide risk factor for death resulting in fatal heart attacks, strokes, and other catastrophic organ failures. The basic problem with salt is that it encourages fluid retention in our bodies. Normally, 
your kidneys deploy a precise balance of potassium and sodium to remove extra water from the blood. But when you consume too much salt, this fragile sodium-potassium balance is shot to hell. As a result, your kidneys remove less water from your system. This puts damaging pressure on blood vessels in your kidneys, and your arteries bulge to accommodate the extra fluid. Tiny muscles in your arteries beef up in an attempt to support the extra pressure, but this only makes the blood passageway smaller, which both increases blood pressure and contributes to plaque buildup. Like a water main bursting under too much pressure, your arteries too can burst suddenly without warning. There are all sorts of little white pills out there that supposedly reduce your blood pressure, but you can reduce it much further and much better by cutting out those little white rocks called salt. An analysis in the BMJ, that's the British Medical Journal, calculated that if we could only reduce our salt intake by a measly half teaspoon per day, we could prevent 22% of fatal strokes and 16% of fatal heart attacks. And when the New England Journal of Medicine proclaims that a reduction in salt intake of three grams per day, that's a little bit less than a teaspoon, would save 194,000 to 392,000 quality adjusted life years and 10 billion to 24 billion in healthcare costs annually, we should probably listen. But speaking of listening, thanks so much for following along and feel free to reach out to us with any questions that you have. I've got the links to our Facebook page and Instagram channel linked up in the show notes. We are here to help you. Thanks for listening and always keep it plan strong and watch that salt intake.